Becoming a full-time writer can be overwhelming. Join Jay Thorne and Zach Bohannon as they help you improve your craft and find your audience so you too can become a career author. This is the Career Author Podcast. All right. Welcome to the truly landmark episode 150 of the Career Author Podcast, which is brought to you by our good friends over at Kobo Writing Life. Kobo Writing Life empowers you, the author, to take your self-publishing career into your own hands with simple tools to publish your books in any country you please. You set your price, keep all your rights, and you could take advantage of their monthly promotional opportunities. You can do all of this without any exclusivity agreements. Get started today at KoboWritingLife.com. And I'm Zach Bohannon. And with me every single week is Jay Thorne. I didn't know what to say. Like, I guess I, you have been with me every single week, but pretty much. Yeah, man. Probably, yeah, I guess, I guess not every week, but, uh, moving forward this is it dude i'm a little nervous like i got butterflies i'm not gonna lie yeah i'm i don't know if nervous is the word for me um but i definitely have some feelings for yeah. sure like, i'm i have all the feels going on for yeah sure. weird. yeah and uh and, and we have some of our most loyal listeners and great friends uh waiting in the waiting room we're gonna bring them in in a second and be part of this and yeah, there, there's, there's definitely, I'm, I'm going through, I'm cycling through a lot of stuff and, uh, it's good. It's good though. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's exciting. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, it, it's weird. Anytime you end something like this, I mean, this has been part of our life every week for the past few years. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of, I think next Monday will be even weirder than this one yeah, when I wake up true. and I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not going on the podcast. This week. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But it's going to be good, you know, obviously going on to other things and I'm excited to jump over to Writers Inc. as I've talked about. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's so today will be fun. Let's just have a celebration today. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Probably have a few laughs. We have some uh, we have some jokesters coming on here. So I think we're going to have a good time. Yeah, I do, too. So let's uh, let's knock out our last bit of housekeeping here and then um, we can uh, we so we can invite everybody in. Nice. All right. Well, uh, first of all, props to Cobra Kai. <laughs> uh, we, we were talking a little bit uh, before we were started recording that I, I just got into it. I'm totally hooked. And I mean, it's clearly made for Gen Xers, but what's really cool is there's multiple plot lines that involve teenagers. Uh, Will Smith produced it. It's just genius when it comes to entertainment. And uh, I cannot wait for season three to come out in January. Yeah, we talked briefly off air because I saw that on the script and I was like, what What the hell is Cobra Kai doing on the script? <laughs> like, that's, you know, I mean, I loved the, I mean, I liked the Karate Kid growing up, but that was like not a show that, because we talked about like it started out as a YouTube thing and then yeah. now it's it's on Netflix and um, I may check it out. Like, like I said, it's, it's, it looks really cheesy, but you admitted you're like, it totally is, but that's like part it, of what's it, Yeah, it is, it. but it's it's cheesy in like a really sweet way. I can't believe we're about to make this next announcement. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just because there have been jokes about it in our comments and stuff. And so, uh, you know, I like something I like to say though, is that everybody's a hypocrite and uh, that's one of my favorite. I hate when people call people hypocrites, I'm like, well, we're all a hypocrite at some point. So that we are, why don't you go ahead? Yeah. I just want to tell people what my new, po- <laughs> new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is this is part of my sort of 
rebrand, relaunch. And when I was, I've, I've been working on this for four months now. And yeah. when I was doing early planning, I was trying to think of like, what is the content marketing that I really enjoy, that I consume, that I want to do? And I was like, not social media, not video. <laughs> so I was like, podcasting. So uh, I, I'm starting a, a new podcast and um, it's going to start uh, around November 1st it's, and it's called Revolution FI, which, which stands for Financial Independence. And the whole point of this is to get people out of debt and earning money for their retirement. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to launch it. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm joking with you, but I've obviously known that you were heading in this direction and stuff you and I have talked about over the past few months. And so I, I knew this was coming obviously, but uh, um, I'm excited for you. I think this is going to be awesome and it's going to be, uh, you have a really interesting take on some of this, uh, some of the stuff you're going to be talking out about. So I think it'll be really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't, I won't talk any more about it now. People, uh, you know, can go check it out. Uh, it's, if you're listening in real time, it'll probably be a f the first episode will drop probably a few days after this one does. So, uh, there you go, Christopher, I guess there's not much of a gap between ending one and starting another. Yeah. You, you, uh, he lost the bet or he won the bet. <laughs> he I won guess. it. However you want to look at it. Yeah. yeah. And you beat me to my video game podcast. I'm <laughs> kicking around ideas for, so good job on that. Yep. We have a new patron. We do. Shout yeah, out. Yeah. Joanna Penn. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she comes on just in time. Yeah. Yeah. She's supporting the Writers Inc. because she doesn't like you. <laughs> exactly what I thought. I was like, wow. She must have really hated the career author. <laughs> she knows we love her. She knows of course. Are, but yeah. Of course. Yeah. Joanna jumped on as a patron. So we wanted to give her a little shout out here. Um, and, uh, and, and, yeah. So thank you, Joanna. Yeah. We definitely appreciate it. So, and if you want to become a patron, I guess now is a good time to mention it. Head on over to patreon.com slash. I actually don't know what it is. I think it's Writer the writer's Inc. podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I'm still, I'm still want to say the career author. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash the writer's Inc. Is it the writer's Inc. podcast? Oh uh, shit. Podcast? I don't remember. This is great last episode. <laughs> We're doing awesome. You took it out guys, of script. For this yeah, episode, I, of so. course. Uh, you guys will find it. Just, yeah, it's not just writers. Just look up Writers <laughs> Inc. on Patreon and yeah, it'll be there. It'll, so it'll, you'll see it. it. It'll be there. Um, we did also want to announce we got a note from uh, our friend Sabrina over at Google Play Books. And um, they are launching a new marketing tool for publishers. They're doing promo code campaigns, which is really, really cool. That is cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So um, basically, you know, promo code campaigns can be used to offer select customers a discount ebook or audiobook without lowering the book's list price. So this is a really cool that. Uh, feature that's that some of the notable other guys don't have. Um, but uh, just to give kind of a, a brief synopsis of this, um, with promo codes, publishers can offer discounts to customers in 75 plus countries, distribute free books to generate buzz or reviews. So I, th I think you can do, you can give away free books without bringing your book down to free, which is really cool. Yep. Um, create deals to integrate with marketing campaigns or event promotions. Um, there's three discount options. You can do free, which allows customers to redeem the book at no cost. Percentage off, uh, that's on eBooks only, allows customers to receive a percentage discount off the book's list price. And then fixed price promotion allows customers to purchase the book for a lower fixed price. Um, publishers can create a, up to 5,000 codes per campaign and up to three promo code campaigns per month. So if you have a big back catalog, that's a pretty cool deal. Um, 
if you want to learn more about all of that and get started doing your own promo codes, you go to you can go to g.co slash play slash slash promo code. Um, really, really cool feature they've added. So uh, thank you to Sabrina for passing that information over to us and for us to pass it to you guys. Yeah, exciting um, stuff. Absolutely. So one other quick thing um, before we bring in our listeners, um, I want to just remind everybody really quick about the Career Author Summit. Um, that is still happening. You know, we're on we're on pace. I'm confident it's going to happen. Um, and uh, here right outside of Nashville and Franklin, Tennessee next year, I was actually over by the hotel the other day, funny enough, um, and, and saw it. And I was like, it's going to happen. We're going to be in there next September, about a, a little less than a year from now. That's right. So, um, but there are in-person and virtual options available over there. Uh, we have a great speaker lineup and we still have a payment plan as of right now, but obviously as time would suggest that will run out eventually, or at least it'll, you won't have as many months to pay as we. Yeah. It'll, closer, it'll so. probably step down to a six payment plan and then there won't be anyone after that. So uh, yeah, and right now it's a 10 and right now it's 10, right? So it's only like 39 bucks a month. Yeah. So head on over to the careerauthor.com and click the little events tab at the top. And that website is not going away by the way with after the podcast. So we're still going to have that store. We're going to be pushing all our events and stuff is going to be there. So um, but this is another one last reminder on this show that that is going to be going on. So, um, anything else we want to hit before we bring anybody? In? I do. I do want to, before we do bring anybody in, um, just so I don't forget when we get everybody in, I do want to give a quick thank you and a shout out to the folks at Kobo who have been, um, sponsoring the career author now for a little while. Um, you know, so a big shout out, uh, to Tara, who, who is there now. We definitely appreciate all the support uh, you folks have given the career author. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much. Yeah, for they've that. been so, behind us for years and we really appreciate that. Yeah, so, and uh, are going to continue supporting us. So that's 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 good as well over on Riders Inc. So we're definitely, but I wanted to give them a shout out here in the last episode. I'm glad you so did that. You. Glad you remembered that, yeah. Absolutely. So now that I have that out of the way. Release the hounds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do we have to let Piper Brook in? I think technically we have to let everybody in, but I could just right click and just boot people out that I don't like. Oh, Tyler. Hey, oh, how's it going? <laughs> Can I boot people out that I don't Can like? Can you boot people out? Um, <laughs> if you just tell me who's on your hit list, I'll just make sure I kick them right out. Well, Piper Brook hasn't called me a hipster yet, so he's good. <laughs> uh, I got the hipster look going on. Yeah, there you go. You still got the beard though, so that's good. <laughs> Oh, that's not going away anytime soon. I'm, I gotta, I gotta start my beard grooming podcast. That's right. So. You already answered my question. Then that was my main question. Yes, yeah, so get the <laughs> hell out of here. Go write some words. Don't you got words oh, to write man. for a project? Right, I'm out of here. Kick me out. <laughs> I figure the beard grooming was November first uh, podcast that Jay is starting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's beard and hair, but I, yeah, it, it all depends hair. on how long the beard will last. I Wh never know. Which I thought, I don't know if there was a joke in there, but you know, November is supposed to be no shave November. So that actually would work out if I was going to start my beard grooming podcast. I oh. guess November 1st would be good. There you so. go, man. It's teed up for you. I need to get on it. <laughs> How is everybody? Awesome to see everybody. This is so cool. This is so cool to see so many great faces here. Some of yeah, you are getting this. up pretty early for this. I know Sully's got to be like, 
It's like middle of a run usually at this time of day. Lon is nodding. Yeah, yeah Lon, 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 Lon. What the hell's Lon doing here? He hasn't gone to bed yet. That's what happened with Lon. But then we have a couple from, we have, I see a couple people from across the pond. So for them, it's like way late. You know, they're probably yeah. drinking. Yeah, Claire and Daniel. <laughs> Sasha. So. Yeah, nice. Of course, Kim, Kim's out there in the West. So she, it's pretty early for her too. Nice. Janet, Sasha, Janet's like, too, Janet's so. like 117 minutes behind. She's in some weird time zone, some Canadian time warp, and it's like, it's it's not on the hour. It's so bizarre. <laughs> oh man, I don't know where to go with this. I don't. I don't know. Like, do we? Do we just like well, let we have people some fire questions, questions that, at us? Yeah. Like, yeah, we have a few questions that we can get to, and then we'll. Uh, and I think everyone is in here who asked the questions, but I will just. Uh, uh, I, I'll just, I'll just ask they're here on the script. So I'll just, we'll just go from there and then, yeah, we'll just see. So, um, Janet, who's here. Hey, Janet, um, says, is your focus for 2021 going to be on fiction or nonfiction? Um, which market do you think overall is going to see strength in numbers, generally speaking in fiction or nonfiction and for yourself, what are you focused on? You want to go first with that one? No, you go first with that one. Um, I am primarily, my focus, um, is prime is going to be on fiction. I, uh, I'm working on, I'm, I'm really trying to build up my dead South series, which has been doing really well. And that's kind of something I've written, um, for my readers. That's kind of like a commercial thing for me. I I'm enjoying writing it, but it's, uh, it's, I really stepped back and I said, okay, my zombie stuff sells the most this it's, you know, I know this is the stuff I can really sell. And so I, I think I need to get another funnel on the pipeline for that. And basically I'm in a position where I'm building myself. Uh, I'm trying to build myself some time. And uh, actually me and Piper Burke, were talking about this this weekend in text messaging um, where, you know, I, I want to try, I want to, I want to try to do the, go the trad route like Jay is doing. So um, for one book, not, I'm not trying to convert over to that. Like, I, I just want to see if I can get in, but I'm so right now I'm basically trying to build myself some time with a bigger back catalog um, where I can write this fix, this, this standalone novel that I want to write that I want to try to sell to an agent um, before I start another series after Dead South, which I already have another series kind of planned out. Um, there is one or two nonfiction things that Jay and I are kicking around writing related um, that are. I won't say what they are here, but they're related to three story method. We're not sure. We have a couple spinoff ideas that we're kicking around. So um, I have one of those books that I'm kind of playing out right now, um, but it's not in the pipeline yet to be written. Um, but other than that, my personal focus is going to be on fiction. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll ask, I'll let Jay answer. And then maybe we can kind of talk about the other part of your question about the market and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My focus in 2021 on the fiction side is going to be, uh, the Darwin's Challenge manuscript, which is the one that JD is mentoring me on, and that's going to be my primary fiction focus. Uh, and I'm writing that in a way I've never written anything before, and it's pretty intense, and it's taking a lot more time than than <laughs> any of my other stuff I did on my own, which is great because I'm learning a ton. So on the, crazy though, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a crazy it's amount of work, nuts, and, and yeah, and uh, you got to be pretty vulnerable. And JD will be the first to admit that like he he doesn't hand out gold stars or pats on the back, so <laughs> you got to be able to take it, and uh, and that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do. So um, on the fiction side, that's that's what my focus is. 
And then as I've been sort of uh, alluding to and, and talking about on this podcast and one of the, the you know, catalysts for making the uh, some of the changes I'm making is I'm moving more into the solopreneur entrepreneurship business space. And, uh, and really what I'm focusing on, what I've, what I've discovered over the past uh, couple months of doing research and interviews is that I really want to help, um, I really want to help people mostly in their forties and fifties, uh, but um, sort of older people with families or commitments who are in a lot of debt and um, or some debt and don't have much retirement and they uh, they need some way to earn money towards uh, getting out of debt and putting money away towards retirement and I'm really excited about that direction and that's kind of what I'm building towards um, so that's going to be my focus more on the nonfiction side and like so she also asks um, which which market do you think overall is going to see strength in numbers like fiction or nonfiction. Um, you have any you have any thoughts on that? You know, my Im- immediate response was I still think horror is having a renaissance. I think it's having a bit of a revival right now. I, I may be biased because that's what I pay most attention to. So there could be some you know romance subgenre that's just blowing up right now that would not even be on my radar. But I think for for what I know, it seems like. Uh, it seems like there's a lot happening with horror. There's imprints that are popping up. There are collections and anthologies that are coming out. And um, the streaming networks seem to be really receptive to horror. I mean, you know, you have um, The Haunting on Hill House kind of kind of kicked that off, right? And we, we have the new the new one that's out and, and uh, The Stand, new version of The Stand is coming out um, this fall. Uh, so yeah, I, I think for, I think horror is, it's a good time to be writing horror. Yeah. I mean, I think generally speaking, um, you know, I, I personally don't think that the market is going to like, if you're just looking at fiction and nonfiction, like I, I personally don't think that it's going to, you're necessarily going to see a big shift in either. I think it's really going to stay pretty consistent. And as Jay's saying, I think that, um, you know, you could see uh, certain genres in either one, you know, kind of pop up and, and kind of like, obviously I'm sure there's a lot of if you look at nonfiction, I'm sure there's a lot of political books that are going to be big in the next, you know, few months or to a year or whatever and, and stuff like that. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think generally speaking, it should kind of, I think stay kind of the same personally. Yeah. Um, I wanna, I, I'm, um, I'm putting, you know, most of my eggs in the basket for fiction. So hopefully it <laughs> keeps yeah. going really well. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I also, I'll forget if I don't do this now, but I want to give everyone who's here live a shout out as best I can. So, so you don't change your screens. Don't go anywhere. Just stay right where you are. Okay. Let me get these. We got Tyler and Janet, Sasha, Daniel, Lori, Aaron, Kim, Claire, Catherine, Chris, Chad, Solly, Stephen, Lon, Christopher, Roland, Jared, and someone from the 610 area code. Let's just give their phone number out. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. That's a great yeah. idea. 610. <laughs> what a actually, jerk. is this going to be on YouTube? That could be bad, actually. You might have to point <laughs> Luckily, only like 12 people watch on YouTube. So. As long as 610 doesn't say anything, it shouldn't show up on YouTube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, all right. So, uh, Daniel Wilcox, who's also here. What's up, dude? Dude. From across the pond. Devil's Rock. Give few, it up. He, he had, he had a few things. <laughs> he had a few, he had, he had a few questions. Um, he said, he asks, what's the single biggest change you've seen in each other since going full time and starting the podcast could be mindset business personally or whatever. Are you asking me what changes I see in Jay? Or what change? Uh, that's what you're. Oh gosh, uh, what well, yeah, his beard is look. 
What'd you say? Said definitely each other, not yourselves. Okay. Um, you must do. That, you must have a podcast around asking questions. That, that that that's the only explanation because that's a shit tough question, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's funny is like. Uh, Jay's kind of the same dude from when I met other, other than like, and, and what, what I mean by that is Jay's like the most consistent disciplined person I've ever been around. So like he kind of, he really hasn't changed a lot. He just has been, he's been putting his focus towards other things, but you know, I mean, obviously I think if I like, you know, he's changed his business. I think for me, the if I had to pick one thing, I think the coolest thing, that I I've been able to watch with Jay grow though, has been with his health just because I was there with him the day he discovered he had this. I mean, literally we're walking around new Orleans and he thought he just had like messed his foot up because we walked like 30,000 steps in a day. And it turned out it was much more. And, um, you know, I've, I've literally been there with him since that whole, his whole health thing has happened. And, you know, gone on trips with him and been like, and him being like, Hey dude, we have to stay in an Airbnb because I have to have a kitchen because I have to cook my food, you know, and stuff. Um, so I think seeing that whole journey has been really, really cool. But other than that, like when Jay puts his mind to something, he just kind of does it. And he's like, I don't really know if much in your routine has changed, like from what, from the outside, you know, like you've kind of been, I don't know if it's good for me to say you've been kind of the same dude, but you really like I, you've grown obviously, but really, I guess what I'm saying is going full time really didn't change you that much. Like as far as what you were doing day to day, I mean, obviously, like I said, you've shifted in business and you know, you're moving in this other direction, but other than that, like you're kind of the same guy. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm kind of scared to hear your answer about <laughs> me, though, because I feel like I've changed a lot. Well, I'm old, so, like, you know, I'm past, like, those big change points, maybe. You know, if I was, like, 22, it might be different. But uh, uh, the biggest change in Zach. Uh, so, in, like, I, I always try and go with, with my gut response, and I think the biggest change I've seen in Zach is just this sort of... He's developed this calm confidence that wasn't necessarily there i think when before he went full-time um and i i, I like I'm trying I'm, I'm struggling to articulate it i i think what the way i see it is like when when he went full-time when we both went full-time there was a lot of fear uh i mean we talked about this you know we talked about zach getting his ass handed to him by joanna penn at, at dinner and telling him he was living his life in fear and he kind of like slinked away and put his tail between his legs and like, because there was a lot of fear and, and he didn't have a lot of confidence. Uh, and even, you know, his wife was like, finally, like I've been telling you, you know, it's time for you to make this jump and like you haven't done it. And and now, um, now like since going full time, I just see such, he, Zach is just so confident now. Like he, th there've been things that have come across our desk that we don't, we obviously don't talk about like, you know, we get like um, offers from people or we get invitations to things or, uh, you know, promotions or um, people want to like do deals with us. And Zach's really cool. He's like, nah, no, you know, like he's, he's developed this, like, if it's not a hell yes, I'm not doing it kind of. And I think that's confidence. And, 
And that's really good for me because there have been a number of times where I was like, I don't know which way to go with this. And then I would kick it to him and he'd be very definitive and be like, yes, we're totally doing that or absolutely not forget it. Um, and so I think that's what I've noticed the most is just, he's just a really calm, confident guy now. Well, thanks dude. I appreciate I told you I wasn't going to cry on the podcast. <laughs> no. I'm trying, I'm trying to get you to cry. No, you're not going to get me to cry. Um, <clears throat> thank you though. But, uh, he, Daniel also asked, uh, if you could do it all again, is there anything that you do differently? <laughs> I don't think so. No. No, I think we're we're very much aligned in this way in that like we make a decision and we do something and then we don't look back. Um, so I think, I mean, obvi- yeah, I mean, there was, you would always look back and do th- something differently because wherever there was something that caused you pain, you would want to try something different knowing what you know now. But that doesn't mean I would necessarily change the decision I made based on the outcome because I wouldn't have known the outcome. So I don't know that I'm, I'm, it's a logic loophole maybe, but uh <laughs> No, I, I think I probably, like everything that's happened to me and everything that you and I have done and accomplished and tried and failed, and, and like all of that has brought us to where we are now. So I don't necessarily think I would do anything differently. How about you? No, I mean, I'm this, I feel the same way. Like, I, I think what you said is, is the truth, like where we just kind of put our minds to it and just go and don't look back. And, uh, and so, yeah, there's really, I don't, and I don't really feel like we've made any big mistakes or anything, you know? No. Uh, so like, no. there's really, there hasn't been anything to, I don't feel like really to change our regret. No, you know? I mean, we've, we've whiffed on a few things and we've bombed a few things and me maybe more than you, <laughs> but like, I, I still wouldn't change it. Like I needed that experience, you know? Yeah, I feel like after making it through all the stress we went through with the summit this year, <laughs> that was yeah, that was which uh, is by man. far one of the most stressful times I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that I feel I kind of feel like I, we can do anything. Now. Yeah, I mean, talk like, about boosting my confidence. Outside of like family health situations, like that was that was potentially like life devastating. <laughs> like that could have yeah. been it could have it could have been a real disaster, not for our business, but for our like our personal finances, our life. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. So um, his most important question, though, is what the hell am I supposed to listen to on my podcast feed on Thursdays now? <laughs> and since you have 80 podcasts, maybe you can give him a suggestion. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't. If I start mentioning one, then I'll forget others and I'll feel bad about it. So you know what, Daniel, just like take the earbuds, earbuds out on Thursday and just go outside and listen to birds chirping. Or just, or just, you know, Riders Inc. comes on Monday. <laughs> just listen to it on Thursday <laughs> instead now. So uh, do we have to ask Piper Brooks questions? Yeah, I guess we do. Uh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I need the answers. <laughs> That's the only reason he's here is to get the answers. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just, he, he wants to know, is Jay Thorne the king of all media? Yes. The answer is yes. Next. <laughs> it, well, then he asked about my beard grooming podcast. I guess I still need to work. Well, that should that. be on Thursday then. The beard grooming podcast. There you podcast. go. Yeah. Launching in November for November. <laughs> uh, Ch- Chad has a question that he posted here in chat. Um, let's see. He says, uh, Jay is a yes man to podcast. Then he says. Guilty. He says, if the career author summit went off as planned in person, would you have been closing the career author podcast? Uh, will we still be ending this podcast? That's a really good question because, and this, I think this is really a question for you because um, I know that the summit didn't necessarily 
I don't know how much it had an impact on that, but I know the pandemic has like the coronavirus. Like, would you, you think that's fair to say? Yeah, I think so. But I don't, um, I, I know for me, the really the shutting down the podcast had, had really nothing to do with sort of externalities like, like the summit or, or necessarily even the pandemic. I, I think it was twofold. It, it was a combination of me really kind of going slowly pivoting in another direction that's that's one big part of it, and the other big part of it was was what JD and kind of called us out on, which is like, how many more cover episodes are you going to do? Like, how many more Amazon page episodes can you do? And and you and I talked about the fact that you know we've really scaled back on even listening to to writing podcasts because at this point in the in the self publishing history trajectory, like so much of it's already been said, and it's been said multiple times and often uh, in better ways by more successful people than us. So I, I think like taking the pandemic out of it and even the, you know, even the potential disaster, I think we probably would have come to this point anyways. Yeah. I mean, and I think people are going to be like really surprised when they hear some of the conversations we have with JD. I think we will as well, because I just think he brings such a different perspective. We're going to be having a lot of the same conversations we're having here, but I just think he brings such a different perspective because of his experience, both in the traditional world, but also with his indie pub publishing stuff. Like um, JD's a smart dude, <laughs> you know? And, and so I think, uh, I think it's going to be really, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, Maddie also asks in the chat, um, did you ever consider just adding guests to the career author podcast? Um, not really. I mean, I think yeah. if, if we hadn't, if I hadn't been doing Writers Inc., that might have been a consideration to completely change the format. But when we when we started thinking about, like, even before we you and I talked to JD, and we were talking about, you know, we're kind of running out of topics. Like, we're kind of running out of things to say. Uh, I don't think guests were ever really something we strongly considered. Just. Um, just well, because th of that. I think it goes back to as well, though, too, we were saying where like there are so many other podcasts that are doing that so well, like we would just be another like Maddie, your podcast. Like, I mean, that you, that's a great example where you're where you're interviewing people, um, you know, Daniel and Sasha are both on here. You know, they th I mean, I mean, just in this room, there are probably better podcasts <laughs> uh, where people are interviewing than what we would have done. So. And then you also look at Joanna. You, I mean, you look at what a lot of other people are doing. It's just, I think we would have just got kind of lost in the mix there. And so the difference with Writers Inc. is the the people that Jay has been interviewing and talking to are people that are like, you're not hearing in the same space, you know? Um, so I, I think that it, the interviews and the guests make sense on that show. Um, but for us, we just didn't want to be another show just cycling a lot of the same guests in out i guess if that makes sense like no, nothing against people who do that it's great and like i said you, the people who are here do a really good job of asking very unique questions and doing a different perspective other than just like you know what's the one piece of advice you'd give to someone need you know like it's a, you guys really do a good job with that so um so we just you know didn't need to create more competition in that space i guess yeah legit question now good one Anybody else have? There's no more in the chat. Does anyone have any other? If you guys raise your hand, we, you know, we, and un, yeah, un you can come you on can the mic. Comments you want to make? You, yeah, you, you want to tell us how the career author changed your life? We'd love to hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah, Maddie? go ahead, Maddie. Sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I just had to say that um, I was inspired by the conversation uh, Jay, you and I had on the Indie Author Podcast about the business plan behind the nine things career authors don't do. And so I'm just finishing up my uh, resultant podcasting for authors book. And I just had to go through and change all my references to the career author podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. <laughs> Chris is Chris is complaining. She said, we never got a chance to dye y'all's beards. Just saying if there's going to be a beard shop. I didn't know that was part of the plan. I, I, I must have missed that memo. I don't know what happened there. I don't know who's dying my beard. <laughs> I think that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I have more and more gray coming in. So maybe we'll, <laughs> I think there may have been some nefarious plans in the works for the career author summit. I, that's what I'm, I'm sensing. There were some, <laughs> I don't know about beard chopping. You might have talked to my wife for that one. She might be a little upset. <laughs> of course she might get a good laugh out of it. So, you know, yeah. Sully says in the chat, he said, uh, yeah, Lori, discussion of braiding. That's true. That's very true. The braiding the beard. I do remember that. Um, yeah. But Sully has a, a serious comment I want to get to. So um, he says the career author podcast helped jump start my writing career. So thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for that, man. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'll tell you, like, you've obviously we've met you in person, been to events and stuff. So like, it's uh, been a pleasure getting to know you and stuff as well. So I'm definitely glad that you showed up here. So I'm, I'm sure Catherine will second Chris's suggestion of Viking authors on a train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If a, a thing, if, if can we, can we go do that in Norway? Can we just go? Have that would Viking be cool. Yeah. Oh dude, I would love to go to Norway. So <laughs> we have, you know, we have talked about trips overseas. So before, before the pandemic, we had a couple of really cool ideas. So why Chris Wills, why is everyone talking about writing? I thought this was the ZZ Top Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> if I had my sunglasses on, I probably would like a, look like a member of ZZ Top right now with the hat on and everything. <laughs> now I just look like a hipster. Do it do it on a Viking ship. I love Viking Viking authors on a train. That'd be awesome. What about American werewolves in London, Tyler says? Oh man. Nice. You're, don't start throwing him trip ideas. And you're gonna get Chris started. Chris will definitely start throwing in ideas. So. <laughs> oh yeah. And Steven's right. He says the drummer doesn't have a beard. I got to shave since I'm a drummer. Yeah. So Frank I'm Beard. Retired right? drummer. Frank Beard does not have the beard. I love that. Zach Beard. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Beard. <laughs> have we ever jammed together? One time we tried. Uh, so when we were in a, it was in Seattle, right? Yep. Yeah. We, so, um, in Seattle, when we were up there for Sci-Fi Seattle, um, we uh, th when we were in the MoPOP, the Museum of Pop Culture, they have a whole recording studio section. And there's these rooms you can go into that have like guitars and drums and stuff set up. So Jay and I went in there and we were like, let's go, let's go jam. And uh, unfortunately, like we wanted to try to film something to like put it out, but the sound in there, like you couldn't even hear the guitar bear. It was a a mess but we we messed around for a few minutes so but it was our our old ears could barely handle it <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the first time i'd played drums in a while too so it was but it was it was fun to sit down and we but we've talked about it like you know at some point i don't know maybe we'll write an intro song or something for one of our podcasts eventually that would make sense just right? the damn pandemic's kind of thrown a monkey wrench in a lot of those plans so 
Tyler might be the best musician out of the three of us on here, out of Oh, there, there's no might about it. <laughs> it's definitely better than me. <laughs> hey, what's up? Oh, party crasher. <laughs> oh god, we were just talking about you. Yeah, I figured. I figured I need to get on here and defend myself for a bunch of JD Barker bashing happening. <laughs> what are you doing here? What do you want to say? Ah, I just wanted to oh. <laughs> God, you know what? I, I probably should listen to the first half of this before I open my mouth, right? <laughs> no, that makes it I'm even better. Just talk. <laughs> oh, hold I, on. Before I, you talk, I got Chad says, oh, crap. That is what JD looks like. <laughs> I don't know if that's good either. I, I get everything from Edward Norton to John Cusack, and like it's, it's changed over the years, and it's not going in a direction that I particularly like. <laughs> Piper Tyler Piper TW Piperbrook wants to know where's JD's beard. <laughs> yeah, we've had that talk already. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta get on this. I, I've honestly I've tried and like I get like I went gray at 18. Um like oh, luckily wow. my hair is, isn't falling out, but like I had the, the little stripe down the middle like at my graduation. Um so I was like, I'm fine with coloring it as long as the hair doesn't go away. Um but if I grow in a beard, it's like this patchy mess and it's like you know, this part grows faster than this side, and this is over here. And like if I ever got marooned on an island and somebody found me they probably just kick me back and leave me there <laughs> oh cool man no, it's good, no, it's good to mean, have you drop I, it honestly in. like I, I was listening to episode 149 of career author I, I was listening to it saturday while i was working on the house and like you guys had me all teary-eyed <laughs> and, and and like then you played that little clip from your previous podcast where it was the final episode and and like it was so seamless between the two of you know like the thoughts and you know what was said and and, and all that like you know i i get it i mean it's, it's very bittersweet but you know i, I think out of the, the ruins of one thing usually whatever rises tends to be better um and i'm, I'm very optimistic about what we've got going on here i mean i, I love talking to the two of you i think the three of us together i think we're gonna you know hopefully be able to offer something fresh and dynamic and we'll we'll see where it goes i may be completely full of shit and you know it, we we might give it the boot in, in, in six months you guys might decide you don't want any part of any of this um but we'll see I, I i like the fact that we're trying something different here yeah i do too and and i think uh you know it was the timing felt right and you know you had brought up the the idea of kind of bringing some podcasts together uh, months ago. And I don't think Zach and I were quite, quite in the place that we were ready for that. And, uh, but you know, now we are, and uh, I'm excited about it too. I think it's going to allow all three of us uh, to, to really kind of put all of our, our energy into, uh, into one writing podcast and, and, uh, and not, not spread it around. So I think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I should have something serious day, but the, to say, but the comments are making me laugh. So, because I told everyone just to start trashing JD. So. <laughs> oh, what, oh, let me see if I can. I don't know if I want to look at. Don't it. hit that. No, it's not that bad. Chris Wills said, "Has anyone noticed JD plus Zach equals J?" <laughs> that's, that's what had me laughing. <laughs> that's funny. But no, I'm yeah, I'm excited too. I think the timing's really good, and uh, you know, I, I and all seriousness, before you came on, you know, we were saying that. Or I was saying, I'm really excited about the conversations we're going to have. Cause even a lot of stuff we have talked about on the show, I feel like we could talk about again and it would be a totally different conversation just by having both by having you involved, but also by, you know, how we've grown through, you know, things changing and all that stuff. And, um, and it just makes sense at this time to funnel our efforts into one show instead of having things split up. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, in, in a lot of ways, it, it kind of reflects what's happening in the publishing industry. You know, like it, 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 
you go back two years ago and it's indie authors versus traditional, like it's two totally different camps. And, you know, like I, I'm living proof that you can do both. And, and I think that's where it's going. I mean, I've, I've fielded so many phone calls over the last year, you know, particularly since this virus hit from traditional authors, people that know nothing else. They've, they've been with traditional publishers from the get go, you know, looking at indie, you know, indie publishing, you know, whether it's their backlist or just some way to offset what's happening in, in the current world. Um, you know, publishers aren't buying what they were, you know, a, a year ago they're just they're afraid i mean they've got people are reading like crazy they're buying books like like crazy and, and spending money on it but the publishers are just putting all that money in the kitty because they're afraid to spend it they don't know where this is going um so it's just it's forcing this this you know what i think would have happened anyway um but i think this would have happened over like the next three or four years and this virus is just fast tracking everything um so i'm really curious to see where where it all ends up but it, it's going to end up becoming this melded world of you know it's just publishing it's not traditional it's not indie it's not hybrid it's just publishing i wrote a book what's the best way to get it out there in front of you know the, the correct group of people that's what it's going to come down to yeah and and self-publishing is certainly not hurt your reputation or scared off agents or scared off trad pub. So I think at one point there, there was a, sort of a feeling that you had to pick one camp or the other and that being in one would preclude you from the other, but you're living proof that that's completely false. Well, and honestly, it's a weird dynamic too, because, you know, I, I wrote, um, well, you read, she has a broken thing where her heart should be. Um, you haven't read my next book, but my next book is a full on thriller again. Um, cause I kind of bounced back and forth. Um, you know, I, I'm on a lot of bestseller lists, particularly in foreign countries, but I'm known for my thrillers there. Um, so, you know, my author or my agent brought both of those books to my, my publishers and they all scooped up the thriller without any questions. But, you know, there was some hesitancy there on, on broken thing, um, because it's not a thriller. It doesn't fit the mold that they, you know, that they want me in. Um, um, so I went back to my agent and I said, well, that that's fine. Um, but if they don't pick it up, I'm going to hire a translator and I'm going to put this out myself in, in Dutch. I'll put it out myself in Spanish. I'll put it out myself in German. Um, you know, go back to them, let them know that that's what's going to happen. It's going to hit the market, whether they put it out or not, and give them the chance to, you know, to take a look at it again. Um, and, and they all came back and ended up buying the book because they realized that, you know, like we can do this now. Um, and, and honestly, I, I mean, if, if the headaches of translating a book are, it, it's a nightmare. I mean, Dawson's talked about it a little bit. Um, so I don't mind losing some of the money in order to have somebody else take on that, that burden. Um, but the fact that we can do it is, is a game changer and publishers are realizing that we can do it. We can compete on that exact same playing field that, that they're, they're on if, if we do it properly and you know, we're, we're doing it properly. Yeah. <clears throat> Comment on that. And then we got a couple questions in here as well. Uh, Chris Wills says, totally agree with you, JD. I can't believe how many trad authors know nothing about indie publishing, especially the money side of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many of them, you know, they're still working day jobs. You know, like I, I just saw it with, with Coast to Coast, the book with Patterson. I mean, we came out at number two on the New York Times list and it's been on there for four weeks now. And, and I know where that is, you know, from a money standpoint. Um, but, you know, I, I'm doing the math in the background here. Like if I would have indie published that book, you know, the amount of money that I would have made, you know, hitting hitting that list at that level, it's it's a very different world. And, you know, you're you, typically you as a traditional author, you get a nice big advance, but then you're paying that advance back at, at pennies on what you would have earned as a traditional um, you know, it's, it's just, it's a nasty vig that you've got to pay down before you even see any, any real money. Um, you know, so most people, once they get that advance, even if it does well out of the gate, they never see another dime on that book. And, you know, the publisher is, you know, they, they either sit on it or they, you know, try and do something with it as a back catalog title. Um, but a lot of times they just vanish. So I think they're realizing in the long haul, um, that it's, you know, it's the better place to be. Uh, Steven asks any sneak preview of the first couple episodes when you three are together, um, so I'm on Writers Inc. this week. Um, we did just kind of like a 
this like intro type thing. Like Meet we, didn't, it's, it's, it's not a topical <laughs> episode. They did an interview, but I'm on at the beginning of it. Uh, so just kind of like introducing on that show what's happening. Um, but, uh, we'll have our, uh, first, our, the first episode of the three of us will be in November and, um, <clears throat> we're still totally deciding on the topic, but I think it's probably going to be something along the lines of kind of what we're talking about here. I think we're probably going to talk a little bit about like the blurring lines between traditional and indie, um, is, is going to be the conversation on the first episode. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're excited to jump in and do that. Um, Chris Kane. Uh, ask Jay, do you feel like writing is harder with all the leveling up you've done in craft this last year? Yeah. yeah. Um, harder and easier at the same time. So um, easier in that I, I have a, I've had a singular focus. I've been working on Darwin's challenge almost exclusively in fiction for the past six months. Harder because that guy down there is just busting my chops as I asked him to. Like you know, he he's really putting me through the process of what it's going to take to to really make it world class, and that's what I signed up for. So in that sense, it's harder because I you know I'm spending a lot more time. I'm being a lot more intentional at every step of of the progress, and at the same time, it just it feels right. It feels so fulfilling, and like I'm I'm learning stuff. So yeah, easy and hard at the same time. You know, the funny thing about this is it, it's, you know, I, I just literally hung up with Patterson two seconds ago on the project that we're working on now. And, and he chewed me out, you know, on some of the pages and, you know, like things about the story that he didn't like. And, you know, like he's he's causing me to up my game. So, like, we're, we're all going through this. And, you know, I, I don't think there's anybody calling Jim anymore at this point, telling him what, what he needs to do and what he shouldn't <laughs> do. But, you know, like I that, that kind of advice, like when I sit down with a, a successful author, if I can just pick any little you know tidbit out of them that i don't know you know and, and add that to my own work i mean that that's that's how this goes that's how we up our own game i i just read carrie again the other day and like you literally can't tell that it's a stephen king novel and i'm only mentioning it because i think every podcast you have to mention stephen king at least once so um <laughs> check but like you, you you compare that to um you know anything else that he's written or like you know read something recent and it's a totally different voice like we're we're all changing every, every single book we're you know we're hopefully upping our game well, thanks for jumping on here after getting bitched out by Patterson. That was <laughs> yeah. like right after you, you seem in good spirits. So. It's, it's either that or jump out the window and the weather looks pretty crappy out there. So <laughs> just stay behind stay the, the mic house. instead. <laughs> uh, Lon says, just wanted to say that Jay and Zach have helped me move forward, helped me help move me forward my, in my writing career a light year more than I could have on my own or with others. I thank you both so very much. And I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes with JD and looking forward uh, to seeing what I can learn from him. So thank you, sir. Thank you, Lon. Another Lon's another uh, listener that we've become like really close personal friends with met several occasions at events and stuff. So we, I know you're in California. So thank you for waking up really early. He didn't um, go to bed. Remember he just uh, stayed right. up. Roland says, now I get it. You're joining with JD for the voice. So I, I said, yeah, JD's voice is hot. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm a, I'm a mess when I talk out loud. That, that's why I have to put everything down on paper. Kim wants to know a really important question though, JD. Do you watch The Office? 
You know, I, I haven't. And like so many people have told me that I, that I need to. And, and right now we've got a three-year-old at home. So like I, I literally spent all day yesterday watching uh, Charlie Brown's um, Great Pumpkin, like over and over and over and over again. So like I, I, I tried and I, and I was trying to watch football on my phone, you know, like while she's watching this on the 80 inch television. Um, <laughs> so my wife and I get like maybe an hour every night to try and watch real television. And the office is on a very long list of things that we're supposed to try and tackle. Um, so, you know, she hasn't seen friends, you know, so like we've got, you know, stuff that I want her to watch. Uh, we'll watch the office over friends for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> yeah, it's, it's on there for sure. And I'd love to check it out. I've, I've heard a lot of good things. I just, you know, there's too much, you know, uh, Sully wants to know, Jay, will you start writing thrillers? Uh, I, w I wouldn't say yes or no. Definitely. I think the, the project I'm working on right now is, is kind of a dark thriller, not, not, in, not sort of a, it's not a uh, like a police procedural, but it's definitely it's it's in that ballpark. So um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's out of the out of, I wouldn't say it's out of the question at all. Janet says uh, the discussions you've had about financial freedom right from the start of the career author is why I'm now in this weird Canadian time zone on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean financial freedom is a really um, is a really important topic to Jay and I. I mean, I, I've said numerous times, you know, the re the reason I was able so comfortable to jump into this and leave my comfortable day job and all that stuff was because of the fact that, um, you know, I didn't have debt and stuff and, and, and all that. And I actually, uh, saw on Sasha's podcast, we did a whole podcast about that. Um, guys, it's been a while now, maybe a year ago or so. I don't even remember. It's been a minute, but, uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. The Rebel Author Podcast. Uh, we did. Did I get it right? You oh, you made a face like I messed up. <laughs> I was like, that's the name of the show. But yeah, uh, def definitely check that out. So let's see. Um, uh, da -da 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 oh, Piper Brook. Here, here's a good question. Any chance you'll have Stephen King on Writers Inc? <laughs> I've already asked that question a couple of times. <laughs> um, I honestly thought we would get him when, when on writing came out with them. Um, I forget what anniversary it is, 20 year, 30 year or whatever, but it, it just passed. And I, I thought we could get him with that, but uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he's, he's, he's just, he's, he's very happy just sitting in his house and, and doing his own thing. I mean, he obviously gets to pick and choose whatever he does from a, a press standpoint. And I'm sure we're a little pimple on his, you know, compared to some of these other, you know, you know, requests that he gets, but you know, it's just a matter of catching him in the right mood. I think, I mean, you know, like Patterson jumped right on. Um, I've got a couple other big names that I'm talking to. Um, you know, I, Dan Brown lives right down the street. I had dinner with him a couple of weeks ago and, you know, if he didn't have that children's book coming out, I think there's a probably a really good chance we'd probably get him. Um, you know, so when the dust settles there, who knows? I just, I, I I'm just keep bugging everybody like until they get a restraining <laughs> order and say, no, stay away from me. Uh, I'm just going to keep asking the question. So sooner or later, it might be easier just to, to show up on the show than, you know, to listen to me. <laughs> um, Chad, did you have something you wanted to say? Cause it says raise his hand in the chat there. Yes. No, maybe yeah, uh, first time caller, long time <laughs> listener. Uh, I just wanted to say that I came for the amazing writing episodes. I stayed for the landmark episodes. Um, I wanted to say thank you. And then I just had a quick uh, follow-up question for JD. Um, so you were saying how, like, because you hit like New York times, um, second place and the, the money involved there, but do you think you would have hit that without having the traditional 
publication marketing behind it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, no, I, absolutely not. There's there's no way. I mean, they spent. I mean, I can't go into the dollars, but it was an insane amount of money. Um, I mean, I started you know two weeks before the the book came out, I started getting screenshots from people where it was showing up on their Kindle, you know, their lock screen, and and they were seeing ads popping up on every social media site, and not just in the U.S. This was this was worldwide. Um, you know, television commercials. You know, like all these things that you know. There's no way as an indie author we we can touch that. And and you know that's one of the things I talk about you know quite a bit on Writers Inc. Like that's why I I still do traditional you know publications you know it's, it's why i spend the time to write a book with somebody like patterson i mean aside from the, the learning that he you know he's he's you know, everything that he's teaching me it's you know the fact that he can offer something to me that i can't do by myself you know even if i write the greatest book ever and turn it into you know one of the top five publishers and they buy it they're not going to put the kind of money behind it that that his team will um, and that gets my name out in front of other people. I mean, I've, I've seen it. I've had a huge influx on all my, you know, my newsletter list and BookBub and all these different follows, you know, people just jumping on board that I wouldn't have gotten before without that. So, you know, it, it's a trade-off. So yes, could I have made more money by publishing that if it was as, as successful? And, and the answer is it wouldn't have been. Um, but like, even if it came a fraction of that, you know, like I know it, I could have made a decent amount of money, but it's all these other ancillary things that it brought to the table. You know, that's what makes it worthwhile. Daniel, you had something you wanted to ask or say too, right? <clears throat> yeah, I can't hold myself back. Um, <laughs> so number one, off of uh, JD's comment about bugging people to come on the podcast, just expect a few emails from me soon to come onto my podcast. <laughs> well done, <laughs> sir. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number two, just a general um, to Zach and Jay, I just want to say like personally as well, a big thank you for, for the show and all you've done over the last few years because I still remember when you guys started your podcast, and you were going through the whole journey of going from your jobs into full-time. A lot of those conversations have helped massively with my transition into full-time. And although everyone has their own sort of different journey along the way, I think there's been a lot of a lot of useful information. It's been really, really exciting to see your journeys and just, just a general thank you. So, Thanks, man. Yeah, thank appreciate you. that. And likewise, I mean, obviously we've, <clears throat> you know, it's been awesome to see the same thing with you as well and, you know, become a good friend and everything. So, you know, we definitely appreciate it. So, well, Jay... I don't know. Does anybody have any last? We're kind of we're running we'll wrap up, it up here. here. So, anyone have any last questions or comments for me or Jay or JD or anybody here? You know, I agree with all the positive comments and plot. Hey, it's Roland here. Hey, Roland. Roland, what's up, dude? Hey, um, I have sort of a late start to to your podcast. I've been following you both for such a long time. And um, so it's kind of a sad thing, but I totally get it. And I totally support you. I, I've been also like sort of distilling things down to like the like the one thing or like the two things that are like really important to me and that I can connect specifically from like my action to the outcome. So, you know, I totally, I totally get it. And I also think that, you know, combining forces with JD is like a, it's going to be like a, a power trio. And uh, so like, you'll be able to consolidate everything down into, into one thing and use all your energy effectively. So I'm all for it. So it'll be sad to see this particular format go, but I, but I get it. And uh, your wisdom continues to, uh, to be sort of timeless. So um, people can always go back and and listen again. If only you could figure out a way to take the old episodes and like requeue them. So like people will be, like, be there forever. But yeah. thank you. Bro. Thank you. Bro. Thank you all. Thanks. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I yeah, guess we, we'll be the uh, Jimi Hendrix experience of the publishing world. And if you're in Canada, we'll be the rush 
of the publishing world. How's that? Does that work? Does that work for you, Roland? <laughs> That's funny because because uh, Claire just asked if JD plays bass. <laughs> Since you play guitar and I play drums, that's perfect. <laughs> that's the only so musical funny. ability I have is I can play the opening to Axel F on the piano. Like that's, <laughs> That's, that's about not random extent. at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, yeah, I definitely thank you Roland very much. And it was, um, you know, Jay and I built this brand both in fiction and nonfiction that's Bohan and Thorne. And like we've, it, so it's kind of, you know, like on the, or we're still doing the events. Obviously I'm still going to, you know, we're doing writers Inc, you know, but bringing a third person in does like bring a different dynamic. And, um, you know, so it's, it's definitely, you know, this, the, these were not easy decisions, but like you said, we really have to just put the focus on, uh, you know, the things w moving forward that we really want to work on. So we're, uh, you know, we're, we're happy where we are, but let's see. So I think unless anyone has any last things they want to say or ask. Oh man, I, I think, think you need to take us out like you have for 149 other episodes. All right. I can't remember what I normally say, <laughs> but, uh, for some reason I'm like, I'm losing it. So, but, uh, Jay, what's a question we want to ask the audience this week? Let's just be totally self-indulgent and ask them, what will you miss most about the career author podcast? Not us. Cause we're not going away. I hope, but the podcast itself. Yeah. So if you want to answer that question, you can head over to the careerauthor.com and just click the little podcast link at the top and navigate to episode 150, which is going to be right there at the top and not going anywhere. So, uh, you can go there and we'll join you. And, uh, just another quick reminder too, about the career author summit, which is taking place in September, 2021. It's going to happen in person. We're willing it to existence. So, um, I know some of you are coming. So Daniel, I know you're planning on coming and I, I owe you a Jack Daniels tour. We're going, it's going to happen, dude. We're going to go to Jack Daniels together. So, um, so yeah, so definitely check that out. We still have the 10 month payment plan and uh, I guess it's all, I don't, I, I don't think there's anything else to promote. Three story method, get that book, whatever, but uh, <laughs> we'll see you at but, the writer's Inc. Yeah. So we'll everyone go subscribe to writer's Inc. And thank you to everyone who showed up live. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who didn't show up live as well. And uh, yeah. We will not see you all next week, but check out Writers Inc. And uh, thank you, everyone, for 150 great episodes, and we'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye.